Jesus wants to know from Peter, above all things, if he loved him. Because loving Christ tells Christ that we belong to him. It is the love of Christ that is paramount in Christian worship and in Christian identity. Christ wants to know if each and every single one of us today loves Him. You see, the obedience, the worship, the respect, the honor, those are a secondary consequence to the first principle, our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. We are all called to love Jesus Christ. And from that, all the fruits of our life are produced. So then, how is it that we love? How do you love Christ? I asked this to the Lord this week. And He put in my heart that the way you love Him is by example of marriage. And I know in this church that God has restored couples, and there are couples here who are in their second season, and God is a God of second chances, a God of love, a God of compassion. So the idea of marriage is for each and every single one of us, no matter what stage we are in. When we court our husband or our wife, we go through the negatives and the positives and we learn about them. And through this experience of courtship, there tends to be a natural progression of affection toward the other person. There's this feeling that comes inside of us that we love her, we love him. We have this affection toward our partner. This is the same way that Christ operates in our life. He operates when we come into church, when we begin to pray, when we begin to worship, when we begin to receive the kurbana, when we start going to confession. You see, Jesus does something inside of us and there is this affection that is there. There's this love that grows inside. And it's natural. Sometimes we didn't expect it. Sometimes we didn't maybe even want it. But it begins to grow. So we love because it's natural to love as human beings. Secondly, how do we love Jesus Christ? In marriage, love isn't momentary. It's not circumstantial, but it's ever-growing. I have a marriage sermon titled, Growing in Love. 
And I debunked the idea that you can fall in love. You fall into a ditch, you fall down a hill, you slip and fall on ice, and you hurt yourself. But somehow, we use that analogy for love. The end product of falling in, or the consequence of falling is, is being hurt. But I say that love has to grow. Love isn't momentary, love isn't circumstantial as I said, but it grows through the life problems, through the life struggles. In the same way, our love for Christ, it might not be as sharp as it was yesterday. It might not be as acute as it was when I first came into the priesthood. However, I still continue on and I still embrace what the Lord has in store for me. Love grows. So grow in love for Christ. Finally and third, when you have a child, when you love your niece, when you love your nephew, when you love others in your family, there's that patience that grows within us. There's that perseverance that grows within us. There's that calmness that begins to grow inside of us. We begin to be more forgiving because of who we are on the inside through our family experiences, however negative or positive. In the same way, when we love Christ, we start to love others. If you love Christ, you will love others. If you do not love others and show love to others, you don't love Christ. The two are not mutually exclusive. They are a package that comes together. Loving others means that you don't look at their resume, what they have done. You accept them for who they are. It's not a condoning of sin. It's not anything goes. But it's saying, no matter where you are, what situation you're in, whatever you have done, Jesus offers a way of forgiveness. Jesus offers a path to hope, to courage, for love. And this Christ is saying to you, move out of sin and into grace. And there is the love that we have to show others. Not being cheerleaders, not being those who pat them on the back, but being there for them with truth, justice, love, compassion, and mercy. And not keeping them where they are, but bringing them up to maybe where you are and delivering them from the place of despair and sorrow. You see, if you love Christ, you love others. So today, let us, as a parish, as we celebrate our first year anniversary, love Christ with all our heart, with all our mind, and all 
of our souls. As we bow our heads and close our eyes, I want you to repeat this prayer after me. So you may close your eyes and bow your head. Repeat this prayer after me. Lord Jesus, I love you. I praise you. I honor you. I glorify you. With my own sinful nature and my treatment of others, I have not loved you the way that I should have. Help me to love you more. Help me to love others more. Help me to worship you and glorify you. O Lord Jesus, O Lord Jesus, O Lord Jesus, send your love into my heart and transform me. Give me your mercy, your grace, and your compassion. I praise you, Jesus. I praise you, Jesus. I praise you, Jesus. Hallelujah. 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 In the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. As for the Father and His children love, hallelujah. So that the Lord love those who fear His name.